Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. In the studio with us now, Lynette Lim, who is the Director of Development and Communications, Hagar, Singapore. Lynette, welcome to Money FM this morning and weekend mornings. Thank you, guys. It's a real privilege to be here today. Well, tell us about Hagar. Hey, we got to talk about a topic that is, is quite serious uh, in Singapore and around sure. the world. T- tell us about Hagar first. What do you do? Right. So, um, Hagar, we are an international NGO, a registered charity in Singapore and Mm -hmm. part of a global organization operating from nine countries worldwide. Our vision is to see communities free and healed from the trauma of human trafficking, slavery and abuse. We focus on women and children who have suffered some of the worst unimaginable um, forms of abuse, ranging from human trafficking, sexual exploitation, gender-based violence, um, rape and different sorts of abuses. What what is the is the uh, the amount of that type of abuse that you are dealing with in Singapore? Is there is there much here, or are you working more on a regional basis? Right. So um, I think most of us we understand that, um, and we, we know that human trafficking happens globally. But what many people um, in Singapore may not realize is that it happens here in Singapore. Unfortunately, um, Singapore as a country we we are also affected by human trafficking uh, mainly because of our vibrant economic conditions. Uh, which criminal syndicates exploit mm. uh, to traffic people to our country um, by deceiving them with false job offers, um, telling them, projecting Singapore as a land of promise. Yeah. So what would a typical um, example be? And we're, we're speaking with Lynette Lim, who's the Director of Development Communications for Hagar Singapore. Give us, a, give us a, an example of, of, yeah. of how, would it work how does that Singapore? trafficking work yeah. in Singapore? Okay. So uh, maybe I could share a story mm, sure. about one of our clients. Great. And uh, the typical profile of victims that traffickers prey on are uh, people who come from impoverished uh, countries back in their rural villages. So the typical profile is that they have never been to school. They, are, they, come from, they are very, very poor and um, very lowly skilled. And most of them would have suffered multiple accounts of exploitation and abuse, even mm. right from childhood. Mm. And uh, So the, coming from where? Indonesia, Philippines? Um, or, or mainly in Southeast Asia, Southeast Asia and also in South Asia. Okay. Yeah. And knowing about um, the conditions that these uh, women and children come from. So traffickers, and, and it's a transnational organized crime right. where uh, run, operated by criminal syndicates. So they know about the needs and the vulnerability of these victims. And that's when um, a whole ploy, an entire plan is devised to trick them into coming to Singapore uh, to find work because they know mm. that they are desperate, they need to uh, earn enough monies to either provide for their children back home or, or even for those uh, we have um, some we have seen victims who who are who are just uh, as young as fourteen years old, but because they are the elders in the family, there's a there's a need for them to um, provide support for the younger siblings. Yeah, how do minors get into Singapore though in, under these conditions? Aren't, uh, isn't it you know aren't there passports or whatever tracked to age and and, and that sort of thing? Yeah, so um, traffickers obviously when they produce uh, passports for for these children and they make sure that they dress them up 
mm. like really maturely. So when you look at uh, people, I mean, at least at, at those victims that we have cared for, um, what you see on the passport in terms of, of the photo and also because of um, the way they are dressed and the way they are made up, uh, you can't tell at all. It is very difficult. And I'm told that, that there's a lot of, you mentioned the word uh, tricking there, that some of these people who are tra- uh, trafficked from Southeast Asia, they're often brought to Singapore on false pretenses, aren't they? They're told they're going to do one thing yes, when exactly. they come to Singapore. Then when they arrive, right. they do something completely different, exactly. often in the sex trade or something yes. like that. Are there examples yes. of that? Yeah. So uh, they are always promised with uh, jobs like doing decent work yeah. and who, who will be able to then earn a sustainable income so that they can send monies back home. So some of these jobs that they have been uh, uh, tricked uh, will be, um, for example, like uh, babysitters, mm. or it could be waitresses in yeah. F&B uh, um, sector, or even in the hospitality sector. So and they came thinking mm. that they're here to do decent work, and, and then where do they end up if they don't if they don't have those jobs? What are they? Where are they taken? Um, a lot of times is um, either um, brought to entertainment clubs, karaoke lounges. Mm-hmm. Uh, bottles where they are, they are forced into sex work or other types of exploitative conditions. Do you have any idea of the numbers uh, on a yearly basis or whatever the scale of, of what would be happening, whether it's Singapore or across uh, Southeast Asia? Um, in, in Singapore, there are no official estimates. Right. Um, there are several NGOs that are working on the ground helping migrant workers. Um, and um, so the, the, the numbers vary. Um, but if we talk about human trafficking and also modern slavery, uh, the global statistics show that 40.3 million people are actually enslaved worldwide. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, um, 25 million out of that uh, come from Asia. I mean, Singaporeans will be listening to this thinking, we're a safe country. Uh, we have strong borders, right. uh, tough immigration controls. How? How are the traffickers doing this so, consistent, so consistently and so regularly? Yeah, um, I think again something to remember is that um, it is an organized crime, and that um, and Singapore is not um, just exploited as a destination country, but also as a transit point. Right, that's yeah. a key point. Yeah, yeah. that's a key point. Uh, so there are victims who transit in Singapore to go to other countries in Asia, in Africa. Uh, different sorts of con- So when you say transit, are they here for a period of time or do they, do they get housed somewhere? They or just they, pass through. They literally just come through yes, Changi and then exactly. move on to somewhere else. That's right. So okay. the destination point for some of them is not uh, Singapore, but actually uh, yeah. in other parts of the, of the region. Now, you had some research, I believe it was from last year, uh, 2017, 2018, uh, that, uh, that, that Hagar had done. done. Uh, is is the annual trafficking in persons yeah. report uh, mm-hmm. not not done by Hagar, but that is being uh, issued by the U.S. Department of State. Yeah. So, what uh, are key takeaways from that? From that? Uh, from the from the most recent from the most recent report in, in twenty eighteen. Yeah. So, um, so the U.S. Department of State um, they issue an annual trafficking in persons reco- uh, report that basically ranks governments uh, all all over the world in all countries in terms of their perceived efforts of how they are uh, combating this uh, uh, issue. And for Singapore, last year, uh, we are still on uh, Tier 2. 
and uh, and tier two. So there are basically three different tiers. So you're either tier one, which means that you fully comply with the minimum standards mm. in eliminating uh, human trafficking, or it's tier two, where it states that uh, you do not fully comply with the minimum standards, but at least you're making significant efforts to do so. Right. And that's where uh, Singapore sits uh, currently in this tier. And of course, tier three uh, is, is, is the worst ranking where... Basically, you don't comply with minimum standards and you're not even making efforts right. to do that. So we know how people, these poor people are trafficked and we know why because they come from impoverished conditions and we know what they end up doing here, what kind of jobs they end up doing here. So those yeah. are the, the negative aspects of it. Let's try to focus on the positives. What does Hagar do to try to fix this or address this problem? What, yeah. what are you right. doing? And what can, what can Singaporeans do exactly. to, yes, to help yes. make things better? Right. Um, there, are three, there are three big areas in which our work focuses on. So one definitely is about raising awareness and raising vital support, uh, financial support to, um, to provide for these victims in their recovery journey. And, and, and that's why um, we are so happy for, for the opportunity today to be able to share on, on these issues because mm. they are so important. And uh, it's not just a global issue, but it's affecting us in Singapore. And the latest um, social initiative that we have done, we just launched it actually. It's an awareness initiative um, okay. that we just launched uh, two months ago. And that is called Be a Voice for the Silenced. Right. Uh, it, it's, it's a really amazing campaign because it is done uh, jointly in collaboration with five leading artists and fashion designers here in Singapore together with DDB Singapore, um, Blessing Asia and also Clifford Chance. And the whole idea is about creating greater awareness of how human trafficking is affecting Singapore. And through that campaign, um, I, we have actually brought like a sample of scarves. Mm -hmm. So uh, as part of the campaign, uh, these uh, designers have actually produced a stunning collection of scarves that's inspired by true trafficking stories. Hmm. And in fact, if you were to look closer at, at the scarf designs, you realise that there is a secret message which I can see being neat. held up now. So are these yes. scarves available to buy to yes. make raise money for you guys? How does yes. it work? Yeah. So uh, each of these uh, five scarves, there are five designs, and each of them costs $45. And you can get that uh, from the website, uh, voiceforthesilenced.com. Okay. And from there, um, you will not just be able, you, you will be able to see uh, the different designs, but also uh, be able to read about the stories that inspired them and where these true victims are right now uh, in terms of, of uh, the change that the transformation that has happened uh, through the work that Hagar has done yeah. with them. Lynette Lim, who is the Director of Development and Communications for Hagar Singapore. Thank you so much for coming in to Weekend Mornings, Money FM Today, to, to talk to us about the trafficking, human trafficking and abuse problem that's happening not just across Southeast Asia, but right here in Singapore and, and what Singaporeans can do. Of course, the first stop is going to voicesforthesilenced.com, and you can read more about these case studies and how yes, to help. Yes, voiceforthesilenced.com. Right? Voiceforthesilenced.com. Yes. Yes. Lynette, thanks for coming in today. No, thank you, guys. Thank you. Keep Thank doing you what you're doing. Me. It's a wonderful thing that you're doing. And, and will you come back in another time and tell us more uh, as, as this program uh, carries on? Yes, of course. I'll be more than happy to do that if there's an opportunity. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.